Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. I have a friend with me today. This is Camille Callahan. Camille has found some interesting ways to connect with and network with people. She's an author. She's a speaker. She's doing some fantastic things to raise the quality of life for humankind. Welcome, Camille. Thank you, Dr. Paul. It's great to be here. Thrilled that you're here. You wrote a book that caught my attention. And the, the title of this book is, What Do You Do Just For You, Just For Fun? Now, this is your book title, but it's also your strategy. It is. So you've got some interesting ways of connecting with people. Will you share with us what led to this book and uh, where that idea came from? Oh, that's kind of a long story. Oh, um, settle in, everyone. I was getting involved with an insurance agency, and our managing director said, everybody who wants to go up to North Dakota with me, go with me. There's a, a big market there. And uh-huh. I thought, okay, great. I'm getting started. I'm going to go do this. And then before I left, I knew the trip was not going to be what I wanted it to be. I had already purchased my ticket, my hotel, Everything was non-refundable, so I went anyhow, decided, if nothing else, I'll go have a vacation in Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, Oh, there you go. Now, Bismarck is not a place to really go have a vacation. It's a destination. (laughs) Come on, Camille. (laughs) Well, I got there, and the very first morning, I woke up in my hotel room, and I thought, what am I going to do here for eight days? Oh. Mm -hmm. And I had wanted to write a book for a long time. My kids grew up knowing I wanted to write a book. I had gone through some major changes in my life shortly before this little trip. Mm -hmm. And into my mind, as I'm thinking what I should do while I'm there, came this thought to go out and start talking to people. Uh And I knew immediately what it meant. So I took my notebook and I went out and I just started talking to total strangers. Just whoever you could find. Yeah, and anywhere. It didn't matter. And so at that time, I was just taking notes and figured I could just compile a bunch of things from my notes and, Mm -hmm. and write a book that way. Well, when I got back to Salt Lake and I was talking with my kids about this, my son says to me, Mom, you use your phone for a phone. It's a computer. There's a recording device on there. <laughs> it's in your pocket. <laughs> and he says, really, I can record these conversations? So that's what I did. I started recording the conversations, and that's how the book evolved. Now, the title is actually the question that you started to use as a foundation for these interviews. Yes. So walk us through that for a minute. What was the, what was the idea behind that, Camille? Well, originally, I would ask, what do you do just for you? Okay. Here in the demographics in Salt Lake, the answers I were getting were more spiritual things. You know, meditation, prayer, scripture reading, these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. 
And that's great. I mean, that's a wonderful thing to do for ourselves, and it, it helps us become a better person. Mm-hmm. But I wanted another idea. I wanted to know what people did for themselves to enjoy life more. So we just had to fun. add, yeah, we had to add just for fun. Which redirected their mind, and then they started thinking a little differently. Yes. Wow. Yes. So this not only caught your attention, but this started to really engage you in a process that ended up as this book. I'm, I'm thumbing through this, Camille, and I'm seeing that there are dozens of interviews. How many did you do? Oh, I don't know. More than 100. They're uh-huh. not all in the book. But, right. you know, pulling some of the better ones. I probably talked to... 80 or 90 people in North Dakota when I was just taking notes. Uh-huh. And then, of course, when I started recording things, um, I'm sure it was close to 100 people that I interviewed. Wow, this is fascinating. So all of these people got basically the same question. Yes. What do you do just for you? And then you added the piece just for fun. Uh-huh. Okay, you got to tell us, what have you learned? And I know there's probably a whole list of things, Camille. You're over there just... If you can see Camille's face, everybody. I just asked her a question that I think would take probably a year to answer. But I'm sure that there are some common principles, some things that you started to notice that came up in these interviews that you did with people or things that you learned or realized about how people think, how they take care of themselves. Share with us some of the insights that you gained. What, what sticks out in your mind? First of all, I love talking to people, and just going up to strangers was an interesting experience in and of itself. I'm sure. I think the thing that stands out the most was how many times people would say, what do I do for me for fun? Nothing. Nothing. Really? Yeah. How tragic. Exactly. That's the way I felt. It was really, you can't think of anything that you do for yourself for fun. One of the first stories in there, um, that's exactly the way this gentleman answered was, nothing. I don't do anything for myself. Come on, there's got to be something that you do. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, the mind works and he starts thinking and, and he did come up with a, a wonderful story about hunting. Oh, mm-hmm. And so there's that. The other thing that I found was there's a connection that I've made with these people. These strangers, I know them in a way that maybe family don't even know them. Right. Because they've shared something personal with me, Mm -hmm. a total stranger. Mm -hmm. And I know these people. I could pass some of these people on the street and know who they are after only meeting them once. Because of the conversation that you had. Yeah, what a connection Mm -hmm. to be able to make with these people. The other interesting thing along this same idea of making a connection is the idea of being able to look back into our lives and discover, oh, yeah, I can relate to that experience because this happened to me way back when. Right. So we get to go back and relive memories. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an amazing experience. Nice. 
So this turned into a very meaningful project for you as well. Oh, definitely. I can tell that there's a number of different levels where we can approach this. And I'm inclined to to pick this apart just a little bit more in terms of the importance of taking care of ourselves, having fun. I think this was the impetus for the book in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that as you were interviewing people, you found a lot of people don't pay any attention to this. And even if they're doing it, they may not be doing it consciously or on purpose. The name of the show is Live on Purpose Radio. So there's something there about doing this purposefully and intentionally. And I think you found people who were very conscious about it as well. Can you think of examples of that? Oh, those who their hobbies have become careers. Yes, I can think of a few. You mentioned our friend Jason Hewlett. Uh huh. Comment about your conversation with him. Um, he said, there isn't anything better that I do for myself than what I do every day, my work. Uh-huh. He says, I go out and I make people happy. What, what would be better than that? How do you top that? Yeah. Exactly. And he shares some experiences that, quite honestly, are very Mm heart-touching. Sensitive people may even shed a tear or two when they read Jason's story. And you've preserved it in the interview format almost verbatim. Yes. So your book is a transcription of these conversations that you had with people. Yes, it is. I love this example from Jason Hewlett. Jason's been on the show. He does what he loves for people who love what he does, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That is the sweet spot. Do what you love for those who love what you do. And then you're, you're doing something for yourself for fun. And that's just the selfish part. Right. Right. (laughs) Right? Because it elevates the lives of other people as you do it. Yes, it does. I think your book is an example of this. Camille, because you, I can tell that you're passionate about this. I can tell that it lit you up and turned you on to some, some things that you didn't even notice that you loved, perhaps. Yeah. Does that yeah. sound accurate? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, there's another piece of this that I want to dig into as we get into the second half of our conversation today. So we'll shift gears just a little bit as we come back from the break. Folks, this is Camille Callahan at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com Hey 
And welcome back, Camille Callahan at Live On Purpose Radio today. Camille, you've written this book, What Do You Do Just For You, Just For Fun? That's also the question that you asked everyone that you interviewed as part of this book. You uh, shared with me during the break, Camille, that one of the profound things that you've learned through this process is something about giving ourselves permission. Would you comment about that? Well, there's actually a story in the book that goes along with that. Oh. A a gentleman that I know who is widowed, Uh and um, he said for the longest while he wanted a, a Goldwing motorcycle. Oh. But he didn't think a married man ought to have one. Okay. So his wife's been gone now, oh, nine years, I think. And mm. a few years ago, he saw a gold wing for sale. Mm-hmm. And he thought to himself, I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He had finally gotten to the point where he gave himself permission to do something he had always wanted to do. That sounds so simple. It does, doesn't it? We get stuck there, though, don't we? Yeah. We let life interfere. We get busy with family, with work, with the mundane things that fill our lives, and we just kind of push aside the things that maybe would change our lives and add a little more joy to them. If we would simply give ourselves permission. Yeah. Yeah. What are we waiting for? And you don't, you, you don't do this in a narcissistic way. Right. But just to allow yourself to have a little more fun. It's okay. Yeah. You know what, Camille? This is so powerful because when we do that and we're having more fun, we can actually show up and provide opportunities for other people the way that we never could while we were stuck. Yeah, exactly. So do we get to talk about you as an example? Okay. (laughs) Camille, you told yourself for how long that you're going to write a book. Oh, I don't even remember how long it's been. Your (laughs) kids knew this while they were growing up. Yes, and they're all adults and married now. (laughs) They're all launched. So it's been a long time that your mind has carried an idea, something that you felt was part of your mission, for lack of a better word. Okay. And you didn't have permission, or you didn't think you could, or what was the thinking? Can you remember? Part of it does go along with the idea of permission. Interesting. It's the idea of, yeah, okay, this would be a fun thing to do, but I don't know if I'm good enough. Yeah. I don't know if I can really do that. It's the doubt that we have of our potential. Right. And it's all focused on you. True. I don't know if I can do this. (laughs) I don't know if I'm adequate. Right? And it's the fear. You know? Do we want to put that fear of, what if I fail? You know, I've got to share this. I spoke last night at an event where there was a couple of hundred people. And one of the the ladies in attendance left a comment on my website about something from her own experience. We were talking about positivity, which is my core message. 
And she said when she went through her divorce, she realized that she needed to get better or get bitter. Mm. And people choose one or the other. And I've heard that before, Camille, but here's the insight that she shared. The only difference between those words is the letter E and the letter I. Wow. And the letter E in her mind stands for everyone else. When I put my focus on everyone else, which starts with E, I get better. When I put my focus on I and me, I get bitter. Isn't that interesting? That's amazing, actually. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, what an amazing concept. I got to share that one. And this is where you were getting stuck, Camille, because you were focused on I don't know if I'm adequate. I don't know if I can do this. Getting bitter about the stuff you can't do. Yeah. Right? Was, how, how can I do this? I don't know how I can do this. It's an I focus. Okay, <laughs> folks, this is huge. So is. pay attention when your focus changes from that. Camille, when I, when I commented to you earlier, I think this was during the break, so our listeners didn't hear this. When I commented to you about how now that you have written the book, And it has touched the lives of real people, people that you interviewed, people who will read this book, people who will be inspired by it. And your comment was, there's nothing in there about me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I did say that. I wonder if that's a principle (laughs) of some kind. You know, the book is not about me. It's all of those other people who are willing to share their story. You had to get you out of the way. Absolutely. In order to to produce this book that is now blessing the lives of people. Yeah. I love that process, Camille, because here you are, a published author. Okay, I've got your book in my hand. It's a physical thing. It's not a wish. It's not a someday I'm going to. This has happened. And for it to happen, you had to get out of your own way so that you could step up and do what you uniquely can do. So it's, it's an interesting mix about it being all about you and not about you. We deal with these paradoxes all the time here at Live On Purpose. <laughs> That's very fun. <laughs> Would you like to share anything with our listeners? I think there are some people out there who might be telling themselves, I'm going to write a book someday. I don't know if I'm good enough to do it or if I'm adequate, but I'm going to write a book someday. Or I'm going to take that job or start that business or have that family or whatever it is. And they're stuck. What would you invite them to do? Take a few minutes and look inside Mm. and realize that there is power within you to do the things that you want to do. The power's already there. All you've got to do is tap at it. Wow. Open the door, whatever phrase you want to use, it is there. You just got to, there's a phrase in the book, take the leap of faith and go for it. I want to um, illuminate something else. Camille, you wrote this book. You had your launch party just a few days before we had this recording. Awesome. Congratulations. Amazing. Thank you. How does it feel? 
Oh, it's it's marvelous. It's so good. And it's it, rich, isn't it? It is, and it's validation that this book can touch lives and inspire people. Those people who come to these presentations that I do on this, I actually bring people out of the audience and invite them to share. I hold an interview on stage with total strangers. Nice. And people who attend leave happy. They leave excited. There's an energy in the room. And it's so fun. For you to get out of your own way and do what you've told yourself for years that you would do has created new possibilities for not only you, but for other people. And you're not done yet. I don't think so. You're not. You know this. (laughs) Camille, did you notice that it it was fun, it was rich, it was rewarding to have your book launch, to see it in print? You're already planning the second edition or revision because we always find things that need to be fixed, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but not only that, this frees up your mind to move on to what's next. Have you noticed that? Yes, it does. Absolutely. In fact, it was like when I got back to Salt Lake, because I've been in Argentina for a while, mm-hmm. got back to Salt Lake where I can talk to people in English. <laughs> <laughs> I had started interviewing people for the next book. That's part of my point, because as fun as it is, it's kind of like it's kind of like having a party, and then the party ends, and then you're like, okay, now what? What's next? Right. Yeah. And you've got brand new possibilities that you didn't have before because this one is done, and you get to move on to what's next. Folks, tune into that, because whatever fears or doubts or insecurities are keeping you from stepping up and doing what you've told yourself you're going to do, you know, like you, Camille, with I'm going to write a book. Well, I'm glad that's behind you now yeah. because now you get to move. I did the same thing. I told myself for 10 years, I'm going to write a book. And I've published another book every year for the last three years. I'm an author. I couldn't say that while I was saying I'm going to write a book. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you move on to what's next. Okay, to wrap this up today, I have one last question for you. Okay. Camille Callahan, what do you do just for you, just for fun? I love to go out and talk to people and make connections that I never had before. And now you're doing what you love for those who love what you do. Yeah. That is so cool. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us here today at Live On Purpose Radio been my pleasure thanks for having me folks it's your turn now whatever's getting in your way step up go out do it take camille's example and run with it i think it's time go live on purpose (laughs) 